Good morning. Today is Wednesday, September 15th, 2021. I think a lot of us hold ourselves back in subtle or unconscious ways from achieving all that we can accomplish. And Yom Kippur is supposed to be the antidote to that. <coughs> Rabbi Jonathan Sachs writes, more than Yom Kippur expresses our faith in God, it's really the expression of God's faith in us. So I have what I hope is a compelling and helpful way to explain this concept. A central mitzvah of Yom Kippur is vidui, confession. We confess our sins before God. And we confess lots of sins. We have an alphabetic list, a shamnu, bagadnu, an exhaustive and exhausting list. By the time we get to the end of the list, we sum it up. And it's not surprising how we sum it up. And I quoted this last night. Behold, God, I stand before you like a vessel filled with shame and embarrassment. How else are we supposed to feel after we've just listed every single sin that we have done? And of course, I don't only list the sins that I did. I list the sins that others did, that all of us did. We all confess not only in addition to our own personal sins, but the sins of all of us. So, yes, sure, there are certainly things we have done about which we should feel shame and embarrassment. But how does that make this a day that expresses God's faith in us? Rav Yosef Soloveitchik points out that the Hebrew word vidui, which means confession, is used elsewhere by our rabbis in a very different, surprising context. There is a mitzvah during the time that the Beis HaMikdash is standing in, in Jerusalem. There is a mitzvah of miser, of tithing, to give a tenth of our income to tzedakah. In an agricultural level, that applies biblically when the Beis HaMikdash is standing. It applies even today in Israel on a rabbinic level. And outside of an agricultural setting, in terms of our income, of course, that mitzvah applies to us as well. But concerning the agricultural mitzvah of taking 10% of the crops that you grow and giving them to those who the Torah says to give it to, the Torah records a curious detail about this mitzvah. When we fulfill it for the year and our accounts are in order, we are required to recite vidui meiser, which means the confession, the vidui, the confession of the tithing. But listen to the formula of this confession. Here's what we say. We say, I have given the tenth of my income to the poor, the needy, the vulnerable, according to your command, God. I did not violate your commandment and I did not forget any detail of it. I listen, God, to what you said, and I have done all you commanded. And now, God, look down from your holy abode and bless your people Israel.
This vidui is not a confession of sin, but rather a statement of what we did right. Rabbi Avram Cook, the first Ashkenazi chief rabbi of Israel, explains that just as we must confess our sins before God to ask for forgiveness, we also must state before God what we have done right. Because if we're not convinced that we can do it right, how can we be held accountable for doing it wrong? Let me give you this example from a fundamental Jewish teaching. The Ahavta Lareacha Kamocha, love your fellow as yourself. This supreme Jewish teaching is the basis for all kindness and compassion. To be able to treat another as you treat yourself is a level of selflessness that is inspiring. It's radical in its implications. But notice the wording. You shall love your fellow kamocha as you love yourself. If you don't love yourself, you will have no impetus to love others. So, like the safety instruction on an airplane to put your oxygen mask on first and then help your fellow... Because if you don't take care of yourself, you won't be able to help anybody else. Similarly, if you don't love yourself, if you don't think that you are worthy of love and kindness, you won't be able to show love and kindness to anyone else. This mitzvah, the Ahavta Lerecha Kamocha, requires that we have a healthy feeling of self-love and self-worth. And healthy means balanced, in moderation, and based on fact. But what Rav Cook is teaching us through this alternate form of vidui is that the same lesson applies in every area of life. I've shared with some of you before an alternative version of the Vidui written by Rabbi Avi Weiss. Instead of the classic version, Ashamnu, Bogadnu, we are guilty, we have betrayed, this version reads, Ahavnu, Beirachnu, we have loved, we have blessed, we have grown, we have spoken positively, we have raised up, we have cultivated truth, we have given good advice, we have respected, we have comforted, we have forgiven, we have contributed, and we have repaired. And this vidui is as essential to Yom Kippur as the classic version because they are both authentic meanings of the word vidui. So when we read the prayers on Yom Kippur, we are already focusing on the list of things we did wrong. I have a suggestion for you and for me. It's an exercise. And you can take all of tonight and all of tomorrow for this exercise. I want you and me to focus also on what we did right this year. Think about 
and verbalize to yourself and to God, what are you most proud of this year? What temptation did you overcome? What altruistic deed did you fulfill where at first you said to yourself, this is too hard or will take too long or it's not worth the effort, but you overcame that and did it nonetheless? When did you surprise yourself this past year in a good way? Think about that tonight and tomorrow. Remember and clarify and evaluate and sift through to make your final list and confess that list before God on Yom Kippur because that is an essential part of how Yom Kippur fosters God's faith in us. My grandfather used to tell this story. There was a young child, poorly clothed and shivering in the cold. And the boy was standing in front of a bakery and looking wistfully through the window at the pastries inside. He was hungry. A woman noticed him and bought a bag of cookies, which she gave him on her way out. He stared at her in silence. And after a moment, he said, Lady, are you God's wife? And she said, No, just one of his children. And the boy thought for a moment, and then he said, well, I knew you were related somehow. To be related to God through confessing the superlative beauty of our actions, that is how Yom Kippur fosters God's faith in us. May it come true for you and for me. And may this be a Yom Kippur that elevates us, brings us closer to God and closer to each other. Have a wonderful Yom Kippur celebration.